Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You know how everything seems like a good idea after you've had a few? Mm, yeah, that's this show. Riding in my car, and I'm listening to the radio. It's time for Dukes and Bell. Oh, someone told me it's the Black Beverly Hills. Is that true? Driving in Atlanta just got a whole lot more bearable. Welcome to the party, pal. Hi, everybody. Carl Dukes and Mike Bell. The names that mean goodness. Say my name, you know who I am. Carl Dukes. I drink. And I know things. Oh, don't question my authority thing. King Kong ain't got on me. Sometimes you just got to call somebody. And I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, ah! And Mike Bell. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Hope you guess my name. Bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes until somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes, right? Get ready for the best five hours of your life. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, stuff. So. Don't believe me, just watch. This is Dukes and Bell. You know what? Why don't we start doing the stuff that other guys have done on other radio shows around the country? No. 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 On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Atlanta! What's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, hey man. man. Happy Monday. Mike is right. This was the weekend where you went, no football. And you're fiending just a little bit forward. Mm. The Pro Bowl, I'll be honest, I didn't watch any of it, Mike, but everybody was saying it was fun and entertaining with the flag football. Okay, great. Uh, But it's not what we're used to. And we've got one week left in the NFL as we lead up to Super Bowl 57. We're going to be talking a lot about it this week. We're going to have some guests on throughout the course of the week as well as uh, Eagles get ready to take on the Chiefs. I I just hope we get a good game, Mike. That's all I'm hoping for Sunday, but... I know that will be the last week, and then it's really going to hit us. Yeah, and again, the Pro Bowl, look, if you enjoy watching it, I'm never going to tell anybody, if you enjoy it, you watch it. (laughs) And the way football is going, let's be honest, because now they're upset with the hip tackle, and I don't know how you're able to, at some point, there'll be no way to tackle anyone, right? So eventually, flag football may be where we're going. That might be where the sport winds up. You know, you and me will be like Stadler and Waldorf, the old Muppets in the balcony. Yeah, there's your... Super Bowl 78 with this flag football. I'm not a fan. But it, so, look, if you want to enjoy it, guys don't get hurt. They're having fun. Yeah, guys wearing sunglasses and hats. Although someone's got to tell Jalen Ramsey you can't pow. You know, you can't lay on Tyreek Hill like that. True. But, all right. I mean, you know, it's, look, and for the same boat, the NHL put on their weekend down in South Florida, and it's the same thing. You can't hit. You can't hit in hockey. It's not hockey. And uh, so it's the same. The only one that really works is you and I have said a million times baseball. Because baseball, the same rules apply. The guy's still throwing 100 miles an hour. You got to hit the ball. A lot going on today, guys. Um, Falcons introducing officially, all right, mm. we know he got hired, but Ryan Nielsen uh, is being introduced. He was introduced today. He did a presser. We're going to let you hear a little bit of what he had to say. Okay. I will tell you guys, impressed. From what I've heard so far, impressed. I, I, sometimes you hear guys and you go, okay, I get why they got the job, right? Mm. And he said he chose this job because he had a few friends in the building, but he also thought their philosophies meshed. And he's talking about Arthur Smith 
and Terry Fontenot and the way they think about things and how they go about it. So from that standpoint, but we'll let you hear a little bit of what he had to say today, Mike, because we've been waiting to hear from him, right? Uh, He was out there in the East-West Shrine game last week with the Falcons staff, but that did happen today. And also, obviously, the big trade over the weekend. And, Mike, we've been talking about this all weekend um, amongst ourselves and, and talking about what it means. Listen, the team or one of the teams we've been trying to catch, and I'm talking about our Hawks, guys, is Brooklyn. And Mike's been laying these, you know, the, these uh, standings out for the last couple of weeks. If we can get here, if we can get here. Right. Mike, I don't think that Brooklyn, with losing Kyrie, remains a top-four team. Now, are they a playoff team? Yes. With a he- healthy Kevin Durant? Of course. Right. But I don't know if they're a top-four team. And so how do we get to catch them? How do we find a way to get there? And, guys, the only way I think we find a way to get there, because with the games left, and we've been saying this all season, I don't think it clicks where all of a sudden we run off 10 in a row. We've been inconsistent. That's the one thing we've been this year. We'll win a few, lose a few. Oh, we won five in a row. That's an aberration. We had not done that since. But, Mike, the only way I think we get there is we have to make a move on Thursday. But here's the thing. Are we going to send the wrong message to the fan base by selling? You know, because that's the thing. Are we going to – you, you could argue, are we going to maybe pair some salary back and maybe Bogey goes? And if Bogey goes, I mean, look, we can debate the, the minutes and I want to see more from A.J. Griffin to see him learn on the job, but and he may have to if you move from Bogey. But if you're taking Bogey off, that's scoring. you got to replace that scoring. And, you know, the Lakers are looking for help. The Mavericks are now looking for some three-point shooting because they sent, Din, you know, Dinwiddie and those guys. So they need some shooters, you could argue, to fill out what they're trying to do. I guess what Mark Cuban's trying to do. But... I don't know. I just because everyone asked us, we were out of the belt line this weekend. I ran to a couple of Hawks fans, going to give a shout out to a couple of dudes later in the guy talk. But they were like, "What are we? What are we going to do?" And I said, "Well, you look at all the trade rumors. There's nothing that really says, wow, that makes us the number. You know, the what? Number four? Number five? Do you see anything out there you could do pull off right now that elevates us um, without sacrificing something, without taking something off the roster we need? No. So here's the deal. You're always gonna. There's risk reward with all these trades. All right. Let's look at the maps. Right. You get Kyrie. You get him for the rest of the season. And now you have to sell him on this vision that not only are we willing to pay you if you want to stay, but this is going to be a championship-caliber franchise while you're here with Luka, right? But the, the, the risk is he could say, screw you guys at the end of the season, and I'm right. leaving anyway. So it, there's a risk-reward with all of these moves. I mean, you know, for the Nets, they get Dorian Finney-Smith. I think he's a good player, man. I, I, I don't know if you guys watch enough NBA, mm-hmm. but this guy can hoop. He's a good scorer, Spencer Dinwiddie. Those guys combined – that's a playoff team with Kevin Durant. I don't know if they're a championship team, but right. just like I thought the Mavs were a playoff team with those two guys with Luka. But, Mike, there's a risk-reward. If you're telling me we're going to go acquire a, another superstar, and I, I mean this with all due respect, listen, Trey and right is not enough. It's not enough. And if you're going to tell me, well, wait a minute, I mean, we got DeJounte. It's not enough. We need another dude. Mm-hmm. And if that requires getting rid of two or maybe three players that are currently on this roster, Mike, that's the risk-reward we're going to have to take. Or we're going to find ourselves in this same situation. Right. Now, I mean, here's the thing. If you added, just for argument's sake, like uh, Zach Levine. Okay. Does that, does that interest you? I love it. Yeah, but what do we – but again – I love we, it. But we, they're not going to just give them to no. us. That's their, therein lies the crux. Here's the, the thing, issue. though. If these guys are not in your long-term pan, uh, plans – and this right. is what I do love about the Mavs move. Listen, I love it short-term. I don't know if I love it long-term because you just mm. don't know what's going to happen. Short-term – and this is where we should be, Tony Wrestler. Win now. Mark Cuban said, screw it. Right. I'm trying to win now. While my young superstar is in his prime, he's getting it done I don't need to wait till he's old and all of a sudden now we're trying to put people around him. Win now. I'm willing to trade these guys away and I'll take the risk. 
Atlanta, we have to be willing to take the risk. And I think, Mike, that means moving on from some of these guys that may not be in your long-term plans anyway. And again, guys, the Durant thing, look, Durant has to want to come here, and that's they not they got a four-year, multi, they just put a multi-year deal together. Maybe they had that whole issue back in the summer, and there were concessions, and yada. They, you know, Durant's not coming here, so just stop with that. It's a nice thought, but come on, that's, just, that's crazy talk. We're looking at let's be honest, realistic scenarios today, okay? So you can go do your NBA trade machine. <laughs> and, oh, it works. Yeah, of course it works, but it's not going to happen. All right, uh, Kyle Kuzma, uh, Bradley Beal. I thought they had Beal. I told you guys Wizards, two years ago. Now they're saying, but again, just like Levine, they're saying the Bulls aren't going to trade him, and now they're saying unless you come with a crazy package, the Wiz aren't moving off those guys either. So, I mean, what do you, what do you, get? What are you looking for? This is the thing about the trade deadline. If you can find a way to offer enough up, the Lakers were in the mix for this this Kyrie situation, but they weren't willing to come off the additional picks. Right. So, you know, the Brooklyn Nets said, well, we'll see you. I mean, the Suns were in the mix. They weren't willing to come off the additional picks. Right. If you can put a, enough package, a big enough package together, I think you can lure anybody away, Mike, depending on the star power. Now, you're not going to give up young stars. You just don't because they're hard to find in this league. But those other pieces, and if you're going to you're going to make a difference and go get a difference maker, you put a package together. Kyrie's a difference maker. I know he can be a jerk and all the things that you guys think about him off the court. At the end of the day, when the ball's playing and he's on the court, he's a baller. Right. Now, the one thing I would say, and you brought this up earlier in the year, is it was back in December. What is DeAndre Hunter? Is DeAndre Hunter ever going to match up with that contract? Is he ever going to meet the expectations that we set for him? So, if you could put a package together, I, I wouldn't think there's anybody other than Trey and DeJounte who's untradeable on this team. That, I mean, that's because John Collins, this thing's been going on for three years yeah. now. I trade rumors with him. Yeah. I, I don't want to trade Okongo. I don't want to trade Capella because I just got to have a front court, whatever I do, right? Unless I'm bringing in a big guy. But uh, to me, I'm saying DeAndre Hunter, I'd be interested. I'd talk about that. Because I still don't know what he is. Yeah, Mike, I don't think a big guy makes this championship worthy. I mean, unless you're bringing in Embiid. Right. Right? I mean, the reality is we need another wing player who can defend and can score. The problem with Bogey is he scores. He just don't defend. So, if you're telling me we can upgrade, and that is the key. 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Can we upgrade? If you're looking at this team and going, well, you know, we're pretty good. I mean, I don't think we need to upgrade. Then, okay, stay the course and let's see what happens. But, Mike, I think we can upgrade. Right. And I think we should be looking to upgrade. And that is why Dallas pulled the trigger while everybody else was being scared. And we'll see if it works out. And, listen, they may be the laughingstock of the league. But what if they're not? What if it works? What if they make a run? Hmm. What if he resigns and stays with Luka? And now you got to deal with that in the Western Conference. And by the way, if they're winning, they will attract other players to come right. because that's what happens. We've got to be willing to take the risk. Now, in the meantime, everybody's going to watch to see if the Lakers can put anything together to make a run. Right now, they're outside the play-in. I mean, the Lakers aren't even in the play-in scenario <laughs> right now. So there's a lot of rumors about what the Lakers are trying to do. Now, they uh, they could not match, obviously, what the Mavericks put together to get Kyrie. They were trying. So we'll see where that goes. And then, you know, somebody somebody might want bogey. But if you give bogey up and you're not really getting anything back, then you're kind of signaling the white flag. Some people will see it that way. Unless you're, as we said, unless you're getting something dynamic in return. Yeah, the deal with Bogey or any of these guys, if you don't get any anything significant in return, it's why I was upset when they mm. said we're not looking for a first rounder in return for John Collins. We're just looking for a guy, a guy. 
No, I need something in return. If you're going to yeah. do that, then, Mike, you're dumping salary and you're truly not trying to win. Right. There's a difference between making trades that you get value in and you get guys that can help you versus just dumping salary. And then down the road here in the offseason, Mike and I are talking about the, the, the luxury right. tax and our team and why we're not spending any money. Well, I mean, look, the herder was kind of the first sign that we didn't exactly put our money where our mouth was. And, and that was, for those who don't remember, we get the, we get the other holidays and we, we send Herter out and, and then we're, we're not going to get close. We're, we're kind of straddling that luxury tax, but we're not, we're not dipping our toe in the water. And that's what I think. I don't think Russell wants to do that, if I'm honest. Well, we're not there. Listen, I don't blame him right now. I mean, honestly, I get it. We want to do it because we want to do whatever it takes to win. But your team has to be close. Like, you got to feel like we're close. Do you feel like we're close? No. No. This weekend, all right, for example. You go into Utah, you get the win. You go to Denver, Trey doesn't play. And then you're down by, you close it down to like single digits, eight or nine points. And then we just kind of go screwy. I mean, Capella had a bad day. He couldn't handle Joker at all. No. That, I was, that's, that's, we'll talk more about the nuts and bolts of the game coming up. Okongo was doing a better job on Joker than Capella was, but Nate goes, no, now is when I will sub him in because apparently he's got it locked in his brain like it's carved in stone. But that was just another example. I guess you could say the road trip was okay, but there was a chance to really get a statement with a win over the Nuggets and then let it slip away. Yeah. So my only thing about the luxury test, I'm, I'm all in if we're close. If we had a team that was in second or third or even fourth. If Trey was an all-star this year. In the East. Mike, and, and, and we're, we're seeing right. signs. I would be screaming at Tony Wrestler, let's do it, let's make – but I get it. Why would you do that when you don't feel like we're close? And that's why we have to right. risk it. Because regardless of what you think or you put into that article in The Athletic, there's probably a mindset of we're going to move on from the Schlenk moves. You know, there was pieces that Schlenk assembled, and we're going to probably – and John Collins might be one of those guys. We'll see. But then, but they missed that opportunity to move John Collins earlier. You found out earlier this summer. No, they did. I mean, they, a deal was on the table. They didn't pull the trigger. And, and now, you know, I think sometimes, Mike, you're late to the party. And, and when you're late to the party, that means people go – Oh, you want to trade him? Yeah, we'll take him for a bag of chips. Because you guys had a chance to trade him earlier, and you blew it. And that's really what teams are looking at John Collins right now. We'll see what happens. Do you think we need to risk it? 404-741-0929. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Follow Mike. He's Mike Bell. ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes. And this radio show is Dukes and Bell 929. We're across all social media platforms. 929 The Game. Follow the radio station. They tell us today we're not only on Twitch, Mike, we're on YouTube. We're on the YouTube and the Twitch. So, yeah, there's lots of ways. Multi, multi-platform program, Dukes and Bell. Wow, I love it. And there's product placement. It doesn't get any better. <laughs> Look at the beer. You can lick the screen, but you can't drink it. Coming up, he says it's all about passion. We'll tell you what we're talking about on Dukes and Bell next. Back to more Dukes and Bell. How's everybody feeling? On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. It is Dukes and Bell. Happy Monday. Thanks for all your pictures. Hashtag Dukes and Bell tailgate at home. I had that chicken and shrimp gumbo over the Mm. weekend. It was delish. But there were so many cool pictures. Uh, Who was it? Was it Cy who sent that picture and you were talking about the uh, Chinese balloon? Yes, I said that the Chinese balloon compel you to do the Chinese barbecue. (laughs) Yeah, Using those mind-altering rays. Again, going through your TikTok app to control you, uh, again, to make them do whatever they want you to do, Carl. In this case, uh, cook some Chinese ribs. Cy, all the guys that hit us up, great picks, man, at Dukes and Bell 929. And uh, the best ones go on our Instagram at Dukes and Bell. Mm -hmm. So thank you for sending those. And, yes, we do this, man. Listen, we're about to hit springtime, summer. Great time for cookouts, barbecues, Mm. all that stuff. But we're not there yet, Mike. It looks like we've got six more weeks of winter. 
Yeah, now again, Punctatoni, Phil saw his shadow. As I said, how can he not with all those cameras up there? But uh, our guy, uh, General Beauregard, didn't see his shadow. So we'll go with the southern uh, critter, you know, the marmot. I hope so. And then one in Quebec just died. So I don't know what that means. That might mean winter never ends. <laughs> they went to go get the Kivu Miss Guy talk on Thursday. <laughs> They're going to pull the Canadian crowd hog, do a little X's for his eyeballs. Okay, kids, uh, we'll see you later. <laughs> People freaking out. It's going to be crazy. I wonder if the guy was trying to move around. No, he's happy. He saw a shadow. I, uh, I, this, and by the way, do they use the same damn groundhog every year? Is, is it just the same I name mean, or is it a different groundhog? I don't know if these things, how old do they live to be? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know. But either way, uh, it's, it's gone on for years. Most people, look, we live in the South. It's the 60s, beautiful today. Top down weather and then, you know, it is what it is. You enjoy and then tomorrow, what, what's it going to be? Raining later this week? Later this week. Yeah, nah. cold, cold front. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast comes in oh, it'll cry it'll it cool back off either way let's enjoy what we've mm. got hey man coming up we'll get to uh some headlines want to mention this because it is a, a big deal and he was a hell of a player at georgia but aj green is retiring. He announced it on his social media. Uh, he says, I've never been a man of many words, so I'll keep it short. And he's not. He's never been that dude. Thank you. Thank you to all who supported, encouraged, inspired me throughout my career. Special thanks to the University of Georgia, Cincinnati Bengals, and the Arizona Cardinals for the opportunity to pursue my dreams. I've stayed true to the game, and it owes me nothing. Be blessed. Love y'all. The next chapter mm-hmm. begins. Simple, sweet, 
and a great career for A.J. Green. Yeah, and you and I were just immediately saying, once we saw that drop, that I wonder if Julio is contemplating retirement. He came up in the same class, just a few picks between them. And, uh, you know, Julio, when he's healthy, he still had some big dramatic catches for the Bucks at times, but those were few and far between. Yeah, and I know some guys in town that, that have done stuff with A.J., and they talk about what a cool, kind guy he is. And, and you know, just when you mm-hmm. talk to people who know him really well, they're like, man, he's great. So uh, we wish him nothing but the best. But, yeah, and, and it's cool that he shouts out Georgia because that was obviously right. where everybody became aware of how good he was. 404-741-0929, we're asking you, do we risk it before Thursday? Once Thursday gets here and the 4 o'clock deadline comes and goes and all of a sudden this team hasn't changed, do not call or text or tweet Mike and I and say, oh, well, you guys, I can't believe we didn't do anything. Do we risk it? Is it worth it right now? And I got to say, if you thought that we were going to be a championship-caliber team before the season, we're talking about our Hawks and the trade with Kyrie Irving, then what has changed your mind? Like, if we thought that in the summer before the season started in October, which we did, Mike, we are like, DeJounte, hey, we're going to be a top-four team. Well, what's changed your mind? If you still believe that, then you should be trying to make moves. And, Mike, don't you think we're going to learn a lot about Landry Fields here in this? Uh, I mean, this trade deadline. But again, you're you're, you're literally you're the definition of. We joked around with Steve Coonan. You know, he said definition of middle of the road. I said definition of mediocrity. Yes, because you're middle of the road on everything. Twenty seven and twenty seven. We're not very clutch. We have that metric that NBA.com put out a few days ago. We're not one of the clutch teams. That's within five points with five minutes to go. Um, John Collins. This is one of those clunkers against. Uh, if you didn't see the Denver game, six points. See, the thing is, if John Collins was a real all star, see, we talking about. Trey not making the All-Star team. How about John Collins making the All-Star team? John Collins, if he was more consistent, mm. if DeAndre Hunter was more consistent. Now, he went for 20 the other night in a losing effort. They, guys, it was close until it became a laugher in the last, like, six minutes. But you were still in it. But this is what we get back to. Are we here in Atlanta, as Carl and I like to say, too close to it? Yeah. And we're just a bunch of average guys who once in a while pop for 20. And Trey and DeJounte are the only guys you can count on on this team, and everybody else is just a dude. And if you got a bunch of just just a dude, unless you have LeBron or KD, you're not going anywhere. I agree. And that becomes our issue. All right. We'll hit you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hit us up, should I say, at 404-741-0929. Love to hear what you guys are thinking about that. I want to talk about our defensive coordinator. But, Mike, I just saw this tweet earlier from Tom Brady. Did you see this? Today? Today is the mm-hmm. 6th, right? Today is February yeah. 6th? Yeah. Uh, where where, where, uh, <laughs> where he takes – a picture, uh, it's a selfie of himself, right. and he says, did I Did I do it right? And he's in his underpants. Yeah. What's that about? Uh, I don't know. There's a beach behind him. Yeah. Um, he tagged Gronk in it. I see that. And did I do Edelman, it right? No, I guess, is he, in other words, throwing it out there to chicks or pimping underwear, or what are we What are we doing here? Well, listen, I, I don't is know. It, obviously, it's tongue-in-cheek, I'd like to think. It's I, a goof. I, I do, too. I, I think he's making fun of his boy Gronk and Edelman, and he's, he's got them tagged on here. Right. But uh, we found out today, right, that he's going to take some time off, real time off. Like, is this Brady's first experience in a selfie and he decides to do it in his underpants? That's, that's my guess. I mean, I don't know. Who knows where he is, first of all. Secondly, mm. is this a thirst trap? Like, we talk about women. Brady's single. He's got no shirt on. He's in his underpants, to Mike's point. And this is literally like, is this like, ladies, come get me? What is this? Yeah, I'm not sure where this is. And they're showing, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. I, I have no idea. I'm, I'm literally, I'm looking at this and I'm saying, is he just goofing like with Gronk and his boys? Hey, now that I'm retired, I'm doing silly, silly stuff like this, having fun. Is this how I do silly stuff, having fun like a selfie? All right. I don't know. I don't know. Well, the next tweet 
like four hours later was you knew the plug was coming. Yeah. The Brady boxer brief. And then there's other pictures of male models wearing <laughs> the boxer briefs. <laughs> so maybe he's not on a beach. Maybe that's just a blue screen or a green screen. <laughs> and they made it right. look that All way. Right, what do you think? Now, just take a wild guess. Your first step. What do you think the Brady boxer briefs are going to retail for? Oh, $24.99. I'd say a little bit higher. I'm going to say they're $30 a pop. $30? I'm going to say. For draws? Brother. I've gone round and round the world looking for comfortable draws, and they're, if you find good quality, it's true. It's about forty to thirty bucks. You yeah, know what I mean? but that's why I just go get Old Navy, and then when the hole get the hole in the butt, I throw them out. No, no, and, <laughs> and then and I detail it's my, bound to happen. And then I detail my rims with them, and then I've got some nice rags for the garage. I'm but no, but I'm not spending twenty five to thirty bucks on drawers. Yeah, my wife turned me on to these. I, I, I'm trying to look at them because I <laughs> look. I'm a, you're a man. You put your drawers on. Right, and you go to right, work, right. right? You know, you don't. You don't get in the mirror every day and go, wow, look at my underwear. Look how those <laughs> fit me. But she put me on to these, right. um, and mm-hmm. I bought a bunch of them. And they were – I thought they were pricey, but to your point, once they got to the house and I tried right. them on, I was like, oh, these are comfortable. And I'm going to look at them. Are, are they the Tommy Johns? No, no, no. All right, because the Tommy – by the way, for the guys out there, I don't know if it's just me, the Tommy Johns are great, but they, I wear them out. And then they – and they fall apart. Yeah, they fall apart. Yeah. Squid, you, Squid, are you a Fruit of the Loom man? What's going on? By the way – Chris now is emerging as a young broadcaster, so Squid Billy's got to do everything today. So Squid is running the board and producing the show. No, I mean, honestly, when I wear underwear, it's just um, Walmart unusual? brand. <laughs> it's just like athletic. Like it's, they're 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 the boxer briefs, the athletic, more the athletic style. Okay, like no, not cotton said, or anything. I thought when you said unusual, I thought you're going to give us like the Bill Murray soliloquy and stripes. You know, I don't usually wear underwear, but when I do, it's usually something unusual. <laughs> no, it's just for the gym and. Um, okay. Certain occasions, yeah, gym and golf, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to give the name of this this site, um, not because it's bad or anything, okay. but you know, I I just I will tell you this: they have cool underwear, and um, I bought from some underwear from them before, and right. and now it's kind of my go to. But Mike, I just because I'll give the site out, and then guys will be like, "Yeah, I bought underwear from them," and I'm not doing any advertising from them. They're not paying us, right? So I'm just going to tell you guys, do you? Mm-hmm. But this Brady boxer brief is the reason why I took this photo, and I think we got set up because I don't think that I don't think he's on a beach. Right. I think I think that's a green or a blue screen behind him. No, no, I mean they, that could be down in Tampa Bay. The water's blue in the bay. It could be it could be on the beach in Tampa somewhere. It'd have to be in like Martinique. Come on, not that water. Well, I mean, it, and when the light hits it, it looks pretty. It, it does in some areas. It's Dukes, some and, it's Dukes and Bell, 404-741-0929. All right, we're going to talk about our, our defensive coordinator. He spoke to the media today. That, that Brady thing just kind of threw me off because I was like, what is he doing here? Uh, hold on, I found the website. I will find the price here. Oh, for the Tommy? Okay, the Brady boxer brief is 20 bucks. Oh, wow. I said twenty four ninety nine. Five pack. Okay, you know what? I take that back. Brady is not going to like totally like for the affordable yeah. for the affordable underwear. He is not uh, screwing you on the drawers. Twenty dollars. That's the same price, basically a little bit more expensive than the Tommy John. What do you brand. mean, eh? Michael nah, man, Jordan's can, underwear are more than that. Shoot, you can go to Walmart and get underwear for like twelve dollars for a five pack. <laughs> when I wear it, that's what I wear. Yeah, but, Walmart. But brand. does it fit tightly? I look like Walter Matthau when I'm walking out. You know what I mean? <laughs> what are you? Well, for, what do you mean? They're squeezing I mean, me. Are they loose drawers? Are they, they fit tight? I mean, are they, They're sh- boxer briefs. All boxer briefs right. fit the same. Right, Tighten the no. legs, loosen the crotch. All right, all right. I'm, don't yell at me. All right, as long as you know Walmart's, the quality's there. Fine. I, five what, Bo? It's like five for like $12. Those drawers will fall apart in two weeks. I've had them for three years. No way. Yeah, I bought them during the pandemic. I buy the Old Navy. I get the Old Navy four pack for twenty four. And, and to your point, though, right. at some point, and right. by the way, fellas, if your drawers have holes in them, you got to yeah, change them out. Come on, all right. 
No lady digs that. It's you walking around the house right. with a hole in your, in your butt. It just there's nothing. No that, man, I like to, I'm ventilating, man. Yeah, there's not there's nothing <laughs> exciting about that. All right, and I know you're like my old lady don't care. Yes, she does. And then otherwise she's lying. <laughs> or she doesn't want you yeah, anymore. It's a three, check that. Three pack for 24 at Old Navy. That's what I buy because okay. my life's not that complicated. Yeah, I, I want to give this side. I really do, but I can't. What, why not? What is it? Is like this design to get, get fit for your underwear? So no, because no, no, it measures no. your inseam? No, because then I, you know how this is, Mike. Oh, I heard you talking about it. I went there and I paid X amount of dollars for uh, my underwear. That's why I hate mentioning a show on HBO. I get some guy emails, get the nasty gram. I ain't rich like you. I got no HBO. <laughs> All right. And don't watch. But HBO <laughs> comes with most, most like... Cable systems. Dude, I get yeah. it for free with my cell phone package. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that. HBO Max, I don't want to hear that crap right. anymore. You right. get HBO Max now that when you get HBO, don't you? I think it comes together. Right. I just don't want yeah. to be further painted as an elitist on this program. I'm starting to sound like Steak Shapiro on this show. You just said late. you buy a three-pack underwear for $25. That's pretty damn elitist to me. That's from freaking Old Navy, for crying out loud. All That's right. $8 a pair of drawers. Right, That's gonna, a lot. Well, it's good quality. I'm going to give it out. Screw it. It's called Shinesty. If you've not heard of it, S-H-I-N-E-S-T-Y. Shinesty. The most comfortable underwear I've ever worn. Now, if you're going to tell me, those are a little pricey. You pay for quality. Okay? Okay. That's all I'm going to tell you. All right. Wearing rich man's drawers, Carl Dukes. (laughs) First world problems. Listen, I came up with them Fruit of the Looms. All right? It's true. I came up with them no-name draws. I know what that's like. All right, we're coming back. We're going to hit some headlines. We're also going to talk about our defensive coordinator, Ryan Nielsen. What did he have to say today about the Falcons and his plan? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back to more Dukes and Bell. This is fun. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Ryan Cheek. On Twitter says, Hawks will remain mediocre. Well, they don't have to. They can do something about that. It's uh, Dukes and Bell. It's Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's what we're talking about today as we count down to the trade deadline. Matter of fact, Mike and I, Thursday, all right, uh, check that. Wednesday, we'll be at State Farm Arena. Okay. Is that? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Thursday, and then the following Wednesday, but we'll be down there. But Thursday, which is the trade deadline, we'll be at the uh, State, at State Farm Arena okay. during the show. Sun's in town. Now, Sun's could look completely different, by the way. Rumors out there about CP3 being on the market. Um, so we'll see, but we'll be down there the day that everything apparently might be finalized and goes down as far as the trade deadline. But, Ryan, they don't have to be. None of our teams have to remain where they are. Yeah, but the, you know the thing is what we talked about last segment. It just it doesn't seem like it's ever going to happen on a regular basis. Where DeAndre DeAndre Hunter goes for twenty, John Collins goes for twenty how every long, night. How long do you need Mike now to see them to realize what yeah. they are? I mean, and that's it. You just said it. You know, and we are so we're scoring two more points on average a night is DeAndre Hunter, and that's it. So we did not get the DeAndre Hunter in Game Five against the Heat, which was the thing we. Well, oh, that's it, Carl. The light is going on. Here he is. He hasn't been that guy. No. He's not that guy consistently. No. You know, and defensively, he's supposed to be this great defender. You said the other day, he's, it's not that great if you watch it. He's he's inconsistent defensively. He's the one player that I've been probably the most disappointed in from a production standpoint. And, and only because of Mike, only because of what he brought to the table when they drafted him. Right. There are guys who it takes a couple of years to get to be NBA ready, and then there are guys who are immediately NBA ready. He was supposed to be a guy that was NBA ready. And 
from that standpoint, when I say disappointed, it, it is what it is. I mean, he's giving you 15 or whatever it is a night. But I've been saying for three years now, give me 18, mm-hmm. you know, give, give me more on the defensive end, et cetera. So we'll see. Um, trade deadline is going to be very interesting for our Hawks. Let's shift gears. Headlines brought to you by our friends at ATL Live Well. Low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down. Call ATL Live Well today. Don't just live, live well. Bo Morgan, double duty today, executive producing. He's also our engineer today. As uh, Turtle was on today with uh, Andy, or should I say Randy, because right. Andy is still out. But um, Ryan Nielsen is our new defensive coordinator. He spoke for the first time today, and we're going to play more of this throughout the course of the afternoon because I want you to get a feel of what we're getting. But one of the things he talked about today was passion, and I love this because it's overlooked. And I'll use an example here in just a second. But when he talked about passion, he said it's a passion for football, a passion for the game, a passion for the Atlanta Falcons. He says, that's who I am. Football is in me. It's what I do. It's, it's what I've always wanted to do. But the passion for the game, the energy and the excitement, not just for the games, wait for it, but for the practices. Uh-huh. Just watching a couple players in the weight room or whatever, just walking by, not even knowing them. That's awesome. That's the stuff I love. So, Mike, he loves the process. If you get enough guys that love that, you're going to be good. If you get enough guys on defense that love that, you're going to be good. Remember a guy that we drafted high, Mike, who didn't have that in him, whose career ended pretty quickly? Yeah, it's Vic Beasley. And uh, there's a couple. But, I mean, is that the right one? That's the right one. <laughs> you could have taken three or four guys we drafted high. But Vic Beasley's passion for football was admittedly, we later found out, not there. And in this case, you got a guy can work with these dudes. Chuck Smith, everybody hears Chuck Smith on with us twice a week. Go, man, I wish Chuck could just coach for the Falcons. Well, Chuck makes more money doing what he does, working on guys for the draft. But that's what if this guy can build and get these guys on his game plan and develop the talent the way he did with the Saints, all right, it's a good hire. Look, yes, Wilkes was a name brand. Flores was a name brand. Fangio was a name brand. But this guy might be just the guy. So I, I like what I'm hearing so far. Let's hear what he said about what this defense is going to look like. This is Ryan Nielsen, the new defensive coordinator for our Falcons. Well, we'll see. I mean, I don't want to give too much away. Um, Again, they've done some good things here. And some of the places that myself and other coaches have been have done some good things. And so we're just going to marry, you know, what we've all done. And, again, it's going to be the best Falcon defense, you know, what's best for these players and, and take it out on the grass and then implement it when we get into games. So he's not trying to kill Dean Pease, nor right. should he. Um, and, and that would be completely – And Dean did a hell of a job. Yeah, completely disrespectful. So he's saying, yeah, we'll, we'll do what they were doing best, and I'm going to add to it. But, Mike, what he didn't say is, are we 3-4-4-3? Three, four, four, three? What are we running? Ryan? So he was hmm. – and today, by the way, he was – they said at this presser, he was kind of avoiding it and having fun with it in a good way. Not as if he doesn't know. He, of course he knows. But, you know, what, what's this front going to look like? Because, Mike, that's going to dictate what you want to do in the draft. If you are going to want more linebackers or you're going to want more edge rushers – Right? It's going to depend on which way you're going to be leaning in this draft, maybe with that number eight overall pick. Right. I mean, you know, guys, there's, if, you, if you're doing 3-4, you want more of a Richard Seymour. If you're going 4-3, you know, then you want a guy, you know, that would look like, you know, I mean, look, look like Lorenzo Carter, but he got to play better. But, I mean, you get guys, different types of players, different types of bodies. We want a big body regardless, a big tackle next to Grady. But you're right. Then all of a sudden you're going to have three linebackers out there as opposed to four. You're in the nickel much, as you guys know, the majority. But there still is something to how you're going to draft, how you're going to adjust, and then are you going to change positions or change, get guys to put on some size, lose some size, yeah. and what you have currently on your roster, your young guys. That's, that's why it's important, but here's the other thing. 
If he doesn't share it, you keep other teams guessing. And now your strength in the draft becomes a little bit more uh, from a position standpoint because teams now don't know, well, are they going to go that way? And if so, are they willing to make a move? What, what's going on? Are they, trading, are they trading back? What's going on? So I get it. Here's Ryan Nielsen talking about what the defense, at least Mike in his mind, what will improve the most with this defense? Uh, every area. I mean that's that's your goal as a coach, right? You want to improve every every area, every player. You know, our, as a coach, you want to help every player achieve their maximum potential. And if we can do that with every player, then then every area should improve. True. Looks. Yeah. <laughs> you can't argue with that logic. No. No. Looks the part. Uh, he played defensive tackle at USC. For those who don't know, he so did. He played big time college football. Didn't play professionally. I mean, it you know basically went into coaching. Um, but but looks the part, and I, I just think that once him and Arthur Smith uh, in the interview process, and obviously Terry Fontenot had some familiarity too. I mean, they right. were in the same building for a little bit, but right. I think once they meshed, Mike, they, they kind of got a sense that this is the guy we wanted. I know that we spent a lot of time last week talking about Sean Payton. This was a guy that Sean Payton wanted to take with him. Mm-hmm. So this is a guy that, for what it's worth, whether you think Sean, we overblow Sean Payton's success in this uh, in this division, but he was a guy Sean would have wanted to take to Denver with him. Yeah. Um, when he asked, when they asked him about the Falcons, he was like, look, they run the ball. It's the biggest thing. They line up, they get under center, defenses know what they're going to do, and they still can't stop it. He's talking about facing that, right? Right. When he was with the Saints, and then he says, that's the one thing. It's exciting to know. Um, he says, as far as the defense, we're going to play fast, smart, and tough. Obviously, those are phrases we hear all the time. And then he says, hmm. but um, execution is what matters most. And, and he's talking about executing the defense and making plays. I mean, it still comes back down to you got to have players. You got to have players. Kansas City has players. The Eagles have players. That's why they're in the Super Bowl, right? And you could have the best defensive coordinator on the planet. And at the end of the day, you still have to have guys that execute and make plays. Look, you're right. As much as we're talking about Nielsen, this is about Fontenot going getting those guys. We're spending so much time this week. You're going to see the Chiefs and the Eagles. The Eagles and Howie Roseman is getting all the love because it's deserved. Howie Roseman, despite what Jerry Jones said, I mean, this thing has been a slow burn. He's turned this roster over from five years ago. They've got young studs. They've got one of the deepest defensive lines in football. They've got one of the best, if not the best, offensive line. And you can't just do that through free agency. you got to draft it. So hopefully, combination of us with a lot of money to spend, Carl, getting that offensive line, that defensive line fixed, but we got to draft the best class possible. This has got to be like 16 if we want to get Because, again, we laid it out. This division is there for the taking. We can go right back into playoffs this year. And it's possible to do just what we've seen happen, not only here, but in other places. Later in the week, we'll talk about it. Chiefs mm-hmm. did the same thing this year. They're not in the Super Bowl without all this this rookie class contributing the way they are. Right. Hey, we mentioned that Tom Brady went on uh, FS1 today on the Herd with Colin Cowherd, saying that he needs to take some time to learn to be great at really what I want to become. Um, think about the opportunity and making sure I'm not rushing mm-hmm. into anything. So he said that he will not start until the fall of 2024 – as far as his broadcasting career, which means he's off for a year. Which means if something happens in San Francisco, this totally sets up everything you and I talked about last Friday. That, you know, you could not rule Tom Brady from jumping in if some team which is positioned to make a run yeah. and has arguably a fantastic offensive line so Tom won't get hit. There's, you're leaving yourself wide open for all that speculation. That Man, my God, you just gave uh, Skip and... Uh, <laughs> And Shannon, enough material and everybody on ESPN for an entire offseason now. No, no doubt. Because the speculation will be there. Fair or unfair? I mean, it, it right. is, so you're telling me you're taking a year off. 
you're not going to broadcasting schools every day, okay? It's, you know, and remember the same thing happened with, uh, was it Jay Cutler? Remember Jay Cutler got dragged back into quarterback for the Dolphins, sure beat Isaac in 17, right, Bo? But it was uh, it's a situation where the guy was out, and all of a sudden an offer's made. Just for argument's sake, we'll, we'll stay in Miami. What if the Dolphins, heaven forbid, Tua goes through more stuff, and he can't get on the field? And that's a good football team, right? Good defense. Should have, it could have beat the Bills with a better quarterback. Yeah. So that's the thing. Anytime anybody gets injured between now and during next season, immediately it's going to be the Tom Brady talk. Brady said today when asked about how this unfolded for him, he says, for me, I know in my heart how I feel. I put 23 years on the field. I'm super proud of what's, what's been accomplished. I just wanted to keep last week really short and sweet. And I felt like I've gotten a lot. I've gained a lot. I've learned a lot. And life is a, a, about exciting things ahead. So, you know, that's what he said as far as how last week played out. But uh, it is interesting because everybody thought he jumped right in after the Super Bowl, maybe even be a part of the Super Bowl coverage. Not happening. Not Which happening. just, again, it just it lends itself to him being discussed. Hmm. Ad nauseum all season long. Yeah. Which, yeah. Maybe, which maybe Tom wants. Likes. Maybe, yeah. maybe he just wants that. Yeah. Coming up, NFL Blitz is on the way. Panthers hire their D.C. Brian Flores looks like he's getting some second interviews. Two jobs are still open. There's a lot going on around the NFL outside of Super Bowl 57. We'll tell you all about it next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.